0: This is the the Youth Down South Podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Hey, listeners, I am so excited to tell you about our upcoming Territorial Youth Institute for 2022. It's going to be held at Camp Walter Johnson from July 25th through August 1st. This year, the theme is Rise Up! Unashamed, Unafraid, Unstoppable. The registration goes live at the end of April. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled on our social media. Hope to see you there. Well, hello, listeners. This is Jesse Fagerstrom.
1: And this is Caleb Loudon.
0: And hey, it's great to see you today, Caleb. How you doing?
1: It is great to be seen, Jesse. I'm doing great. What a great week this is. I mean... The first day of spring. Wow! Has arrived.
0: Has anything bloomed in I th- your? I think so. Okay. I'm
1: not. Uh, is it a horticulturalist? Is that the word?
0: <laughs> I think so. I have no oh, idea.
1: Gosh. Biologist.
0: <laughs> Biologist.
1: Uh, Flowerologist. Physicist. <laughs> Flowerologist. That's probably more that's, exact. That's mine. But things seem to be blooming. Spring is here, and. Springs here, you know what that means? The general comes to visit. Wow,
0: the big wig.
1: The big wig. The big wig. Does he wear a wig at IHQ? <laughs>
0: that would be cool, but I kind of don't think so. I think
1: he, uh, I don't, who knows what happens in the High Council. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's, yeah. Nobody knows, but, Nobody knows. But we
0: are really excited to host him this week. Um, we have a lot up our sleeve. There are a lot of magic tricks that are gonna be coming out of the bag, you know? Oh and,
1: yeah, as, um, as you would expect for a general's visit. It's yeah. very exciting, great to have him experience some Southern hospitality and to also uh, interface with some of our great young adults in the Southern Territory. And I say that to say that this episode is particularly about young adults and discipleship. Yeah?
0: Yes. And I love my job because I love that I I feel like my job is to assist young adults to transition into adult ministry, right? Like I'm trying to pave that way Mm. so that they can go from things like junior soldiers or some of that kid ministry straight through up to women's ministry and men's ministry. Um, So it was really cool chatting with two of our uh, young adult forum folks about you know, what's happening at their core um, and at their club. So we have Elmer Torres um, from a Boys and Girls Club, and then we have Joy Lee, um, and she is a young adult leader in her core. And so it was just really cool to find out what's going on in terms of young adult ministry in those two contexts Yeah. um, and how they transition into adult ministry later on.
1: Yeah, two uh, really amazing people. Uh, that we are so blessed to have and to have in, as you said, the Young Adult Forum. What is the Young Adult Forum, Jesse? So
0: the Young Adult Forum is a really special group of young adults. Uh, we try to get one or two from each division and they come together a couple of times a year, either virtually or in person, to chat about young adult ministry in the Southern Territory of the Salvation Army. And we talk about all sorts of issues and different things that are happening in young adult ministry. And we also strategize about the future of young adult ministry in the Southern Territory. And a lot of really cool stuff comes out of that. We create goals. um, We we, try to challenge certain systems that the Salvation Army has. And we really try to move the Army forward in looking at young adult ministry as a really viable, important thing. Um, Yeah, I love it. It fires me up.
1: Wow. Well, it's exciting that we get to now share this episode. And I'm really looking forward to uh, just hearing about the fruit that comes from this conversation Uh, These are two great folks, and uh, without further ado, why don't we get to the episode?
0: I'm going to give it three seconds. Three, two, one... Well hello there. It is great to see both Elmer Torres and Joy Lee here with me today. Elmer, you are in Houston, Texas and Joy you are in Virginia and you guys are fabulous young adult leaders uh, in your in your in your core um, and at the club for Elmer. And so I'm just really excited to be with you guys today. Thanks so much for joining me. Morning. yeah thank you for having us. Yeah, oh, it's so exciting to chat with you and to learn more about all of the cool things that you guys are up to. Why don't we start with Elmer? Elmer, can you just tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do at the young adult level?
2: Um, well, my name is uh, Elmer uh, and uh, I am a Boys and Girls Club uh, unit director here in Houston, Texas to a newly opened uh, club we um we just opened in 2019 and so i've been uh uh, learning a lot of different things switching from ministry i was currently well i was previously in the sam's position um before i became a club director and uh, so i'm still very involved in the club um and at the core at the same time so i i kind of do both uh which is really awesome so it kind of gives me a new avenue for ministry. Um, and so it's really, really great. I'm a father of one uh, little boy. His name is Josiah. He is uh, one and a half uh, years and um, um, my wife as well. So we, 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 I'm really enjoying this time right now. It's hectic and busy, but I'm just blessed.
0: Oh, I love that, Elmer. Um, and Joy, what about you?
3: Yeah, so I work professionally in it, setting outside of the Army, but I am a soldier at the Landmark Corps in Springfield, Virginia. And um, I just, I'm a part of the young adult group there. We have a, um, a great young adult group that is very close and tight knit, and it's just a blessing to be a part of it. So I'm just, you know, a part of that group and active in that group.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, this month we are looking specifically at the tenet of discipleship. So we're looking at how can we disciple these young adults that come into our core, into our club? So I asked my first question, it's real basic, but neither of you can jump in, is uh, what what is discipleship? What does that mean to you? That, what does discipleship mean to you?
3: I think to me, discipleship, you know, besides the word disciple in the word, I think it's a God honoring relationship that you know people can grow from. And I think it's something that um, should be where, you know, people can grow and be able to share um, openly and have trust with one another and just be able to kind of connect on a level that you might not be able to in just a normal friendship or a different relationship, but on a deeper way where you are, you know, having the intention to grow in your faith together.
0: Yeah, that's great. And Elmer, how at your club or at your core are you helping to intentionally disciple young adults? What kind of things are you guys up to right now?
2: Um, Currently, you know, well, um, just to look a little bit back on the very first question you asked with uh, discipleship. You know, when I think of discipleship, uh, there's like two words that come to mind. One of them is follower and the other one is commitment. So it's a committed follower um, uh, of, especially in this case, being the gospel, Jesus Christ, um, right? And so um, right now, some of the things that we are working on, well, we've been doing this for, for a couple of years now. I've been doing it since I started uh, getting involved with the core back when I was um, 18 years old, um, is working with young adults and creating like a young adults fellowship uh, group. So I'm a, I'm a young adult Sunday school teacher and I'm also the Young Adults uh, Bible Study Leader, which is during the week. And so we do a Young Adults uh, Bible Study every Thursday um, in the evening time. Usually is right after the club closes, then the young adults come in and and we're there. And uh, the really cool thing about it is that I think in the position that I'm in uh, working with kids, every you know summer and even before the school year starts, one of the things that we struggle with the most is Recruiting staff to work with the kids, and so um, this has given me a new avenue in the sense that, you know, those college students that are looking for part-time jobs, uh, uh, they're they're always like a a huge, you know, target for me, and so I have been able to recruit. Right now, I have four, if I'm not mistaken, four young adults that are currently working as program aides in my club. And so there uh, I'm trying to get them involved in the Bible studies to join the Bible studies on Wednesdays. They're, they attend the Sunday school. They attend the Bible study uh, on, on Thursdays as well. And so um, it's, it's really nice uh, to have that uh, working together and kind of like both. Uh, I guess both. You could say both aspects kind of feed on each other, um, revolving on one common theme, which is ministry. Um, so for discipleship, we do. Um, uh, we focus a lot on accountability, making sure that we're staying connected through, uh, you know, constant communication. Um, we just started a new uh, material, study material. It's called Design for Discipleship. It's by NAF Press. It's actually really, really, really good. Um, it's a seven book series on, you know, starting from the very basics of a relationship with Christ, all the way to how can you continue to grow and and, and continue to edify each other through the fellowship uh, and 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 the continuing communication relationship with each other and most importantly with Christ.
0: Wow, you are busy Elmer. (laughs) You try. (laughs) You certainly don't go halfway with it, my friend. You take it all the way. I love that. Joy, can I ask you the group that you also mentioned that you are a part of? Um, how has Covid rocked that group or what how what has Covid done to that group?
3: Yeah, so I we have about twenty to twenty five young adults at our core. Um, but when Covid kind of you know was beginning and um, we all began to stay home um in quarantine, I think it was. Like not much had changed in terms of the way people felt about wanting to get together. So we were always on Zoom and always trying to create ways where we can have like a weekly meeting place, um, even virtually. But I think as time passed on and, you know, the physical contact just, you know, was less and less, it did become difficult, I think, for us to kind of have consistency in meeting because You know, in some workplaces, people started going back in person and schedules changed. And I think in two years in a young adult's life, so many things can happen. You can get a different job. You're in a different relationship, engaged, married, whatever it may be. I think there are so many life changes in a young adult's life and two years is such a long time. And so I think with those changes and so much time having passed by, I think there definitely were some challenges as to kind of finding that consistency of wanting to meet and finding a time where everyone was available. And so I think now that we are back in person, there are we are less in number, but I, it gives us an opportunity. I think to kind of start fresh and think about ways where we can kind of bring that fire back and um, have commitment with one another and accountability, as Elmer said, with our young adults. So at this point, we try to meet twice a week with Bible study and Sunday school, um, apart from um, the worship service on Sunday.
0: Mm, yeah. Elmer, have you you mentioned a little bit about some of the challenges that you've faced, but I mean, how have you, you're doing that Thursday night Bible study. Have you found that the numbers have gone sort of up and down as COVID has been on its wave
2: yeah so actually it, it' very similar to what joy was mentioning earlier you know um and it's it's funny that you mentioned a lot can change in two years because my life completely changed in two years mm-hmm. um so I, you know before covid um it was just me and my wife we were free to you know choose our schedule however we would do but now with, with, with you know with a son it's it's very difficult because now we got we gotta think about him and 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 think consider those things in our schedule. So it's different. So I completely understand with some of our young adults. And so when we hit it that that time of uh, COVID, it was very difficult. Um, a lot of them uh, you know, changed their schedules, they recommitted themselves to different things and so Uh, It was very difficult. And even just getting a hold of them, you know, um, it's a little difficult to come together uh, and and having them drive to the core or having them drive wherever we're going to meet. But then when you talk about, okay, just join from the comfort of your home, you know, there's always something going on. Uh, And so it was very difficult even when we would meet uh, to kind of stay focused. Um, sometimes I would be talking to the screen, and all of the screens are, are, you know, are black. Nobody's there. <laughs> um, so it was, was kind of distracting, but we continued to do um, virtual. We switched to virtual, and then, um, you know, numbers dropped. We went from having 20, 21, 22 uh, young adults attending uh, our Bible study in person before COVID to having maybe. Seven, if we were lucky. Um, and so it was a huge drop. And so now coming back to in person, it's kind of, um, I would say, it's kind of difficult in a way because now they're slowly coming back. But, you know, just this Sunday, I was very, very, very blessed just to see that our Sunday school class, um, we were able to get, you know, 12, 12 young adults come together. So mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest number so far post COVID. Um, And so for our Bible studies on on Thursdays, it's the same thing. And the interesting part is that uh, some of the young adults that come on Thursday do not attend Sunday because they're scheduled at work. So that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, for us has been so important to keep those two days uh, because it kind of gives that flexibility to some of those um young adults that you know they they got life going on so um and 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 you know even though we want them to come uh, every day um it's not as easy as it is for me cuz i i practically live at the core you know i i mm-hmm. work there so i completely understand but yeah that's one of the, it's definitely been a challenge for us to stay on that
0: So let's talk about practicalities then. So you talked about, Elmer, how you have two opportunities during the week for young adults to engage, but let's talk about other practicalities because we have a lot of... Youth leaders that are listening to this podcast who I think are probably in the same position that you guys are in and, and, you know, just trying to keep those numbers up, trying to figure out is this supposed to be digital, is it not, Um, and how to move forward. So let's talk about some best practices here. I mean, um, what would you say to a young adult leader who is listening to this podcast, what what would you say to them, Joy, um, either ideas that you might have or just encouragement that you have about their role, and what, their role doing and what they're doing?
3: Yeah, I think with young adults, especially with consistency, I do think that there will be breakthrough, you know, especially if there is any discouragement. I do think with young adults, if there is consistency and accountability and wanting to connect with them and spend time with them, that they will eventually um, be able to come around and find kind of, you know, that spark again. But I think with us um, at Landmark, so we have a college campus right next door, George Mason University. And so it kind of gives us an opportunity to meet certain young adults where they are. So if it is, you know, they have class at a certain time, then like, do you have 15 minutes after to grab coffee afterwards? Or, you know, whatever is safe and distant and appropriate for this time that we're in. But I think just being able to meet young adults where they're at, if they are busy at work, then, you know, do you have just some time in between to be able to meet and just to chat and catch up? grab lunch, you know, dinner, what if, whatever it may be. I think if you are able to kind of meet the young adults where they are, if, you know, scheduling is an issue or not being able to, you know, find a time that works, I think that that could be helpful. And I think young adults know when, you know, a leader or a discipler. Is you know trying and wanting to connect with him on a deeper level, and I think they are responsive
0: to that more than maybe when they were when they were younger. Mm, I agree with that. What about you, Elmer? What do you think?
2: Um, you know, um, Joey Joey mentioned consistency, um, and uh, that that's a big one um, for me because it's sometimes I think uh, we can get discouraged, um, especially if we're looking at numbers. I would say the one thing that I would tell any any youth leader is forget the numbers. Uh, And the reason why I say that is because um, you can't measure the success of a ministry on the numbers that you have. You know what I mean? Um, And the reason being is because uh, you can have 10 young adults in that Bible study. And out of this, those 10, maybe only one of them is actually receiving a hundred percent of the message that's being given to him every single day. And the other ones are probably just there hanging out. I'm not saying that's the reality in every ministry, right. but it could be the case. You know what I mean? You can't, you don't really know. Before you know it, you'll have somebody coming back and making an impact bigger than what you did. Um, and that doesn't mean that their ministry was more successful than yours. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, another thing that I would definitely say, aside from consistency and and and, and commitment, is Intentionality. Um, how intentional are we about making disciples and about uh, doing ministry? Um, and sometimes uh, part of intentionality means you got to be innovative. Uh, you gotta, like Joy say, meet them where they are. Um, and I think that's one of the one of the things that characterizes our, our the Salvation Army. you know we, we our ministry is founded on that on meeting people where they are. Um, and, and, and doing that. And so, um, like, for example, for me, I can speak from, uh, now I can speak from a boys and girls club perspective. Um, this year I have been able to open my eyes to a new, I could say probably a new, um, area of ministry that I didn't think about for a very long time. And that is the teens. You know, um, what happens to these 17, 16, uh, 18 year olds uh, 18 that are coming out of high school as seniors are graduating? Um, you know, what happens after they graduate? You know, are how are how how is their transition from teens to young adults? Um, and so being able to work with uh, the teens and even being able to slowly bring them in into a new uh, kind of setting, and now it's a little bit more structured, it's a little bit more serious. Um, how does that transition happen? So I think, uh, you know, um, look at all of the all of the things around you, you know, uh, all, and try to utilize all of the resources that you can. Um, if we're talking about, you know, ministry resources, uh, right now media is a great tool to use uh, for ministry. Um, and then uh, if you're looking for, uh, I guess, Where to get young adults from? I mean, uh, there's there's so many different areas. You got colleges around you. If you don't have a college, if you're connected to a club, definitely try to tap into those uh, uh, college uh, uh, high school students or even some of the staff that might be coming into the building every day. You know, Uh, oftentimes there's not that connection between the, the club and the core. But you can definitely make that and be the be the person that bridges those two together, um, and and connects them together, and and try to go ahead and 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 make that. Even if you just offer a simple devotion before they start their the they start their program, or if you just go ahead and I'm pretty sure if you go to any club director and say, Hey, is there a day during the week where I can just meet with your teens and um, do a Bible study with them, uh, and you know just 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 for. A certain period of time I'm pretty sure they would be more than happy to uh, to, to allow you to come in and, 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 and do that so uh, those are some of the things that I, that have worked very well for me uh, so I'm speaking on my experience uh, in, in, in the ministry uh, in that sense.
0: And before we wrap up, uh, Joy, any any tools or um, resources that your group has used in the past that you might want uh, to tell the, tell the listeners about? Yeah,
3: so at our core, we have this group called the Mentor-Mentee Group, where kind of all of the adults and the young adults and youth and children have all committed to be a part of a group. So everyone is um, chosen to be a part of a smaller group and that's kind of your mentor mentee group where Mm -hmm. uh, you might not be as close to that person, but that's okay. And I think it kind of um, almost forces that group of maybe four to five people to meet and have a time of connecting and creating that discipleship relationship. And I think uh, programs like that where you know, people who are willing to be involved in something like that, I think if you kind of give them the platform and opportunity through a ministry like that, um, you know, it it kind of gives them that first step to be able to connect and to be able to meet um, and keep each other accountable. And also um with us, I mean, because, again, as Elmer said, because we are young adults, we do use um, social media, we use, you know, Teams, Zoom. Um, to be able to meet when we're not able to meet in person. But I think one thing that really has been helpful for us and um, really helpful in our faith and keeping one another accountable is through our mentor-mentee group Um, and just being able to connect um, on a weekly basis and making sure that everyone's doing okay.
0: Hmm, That is all so valuable. The two of you, I feel, have have given our listeners just a lot of resources and a lot of ideas on how to move forward. Awesome. Well, Elmer and Joy, it's been so much fun chatting with you today. Thank you so much for joining me.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you.
1: Hello there, listeners. I am excited to talk to you about EQUIP Conference 2022. Our conference is happening April 25th through the 27th this year and will be focused on our Ray's Strategic Plan. We'll also be looking at the Orange Conference, which is occurring at the end of that same week. So come for both conferences here in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information and to register, please go to our website, youthdownsouth.org. We hope to see you at EQUIP this year.
3: That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org.